I'm Misty Winkler, and you're listening to the Simply Convivial Audio Blog, Episode 48. Welcome to the Simply Convivial Audio Blog, short but meaty focus sessions to help you keep your head in the game as a homeschooling mom. Season 8 is all about the stuff of homeschooling and how to deal with it cheerfully and sanely. How can we manage the stuff that goes with homeschooling, as well as our expectations about what our home and our work should look like? Weekly Homeschool Checklists in Trello Keeping track of what each student is supposed to be doing and making sure that they do it is one of the struggles of homeschooling moms everywhere. Here's how we're managing it with a free online app called Trello. Some people use spiral notebooks for a daily list. We use Trello for weekly lists. Here are the details to help you get started. And if you visit this post, you can even see some video tutorials for how it all works. An effective student planner is less of a calendar and more of a categorized list of what needs to be done when. Trello does that for us. In fact, we do group our homeschool checklist items into a day of the week set of lists. And then there's also one weekly work list. Work to be accomplished on a specific day is one card on the day's list. For example, a math card is on each day's list. Work that could be done anytime, as long as it's done during the week, goes on a card under the weekly list. Each card can then be dragged around, so if it isn't completed on the assigned day, it can be dragged to the next day's list. Work on the weekly list can be dragged to the day it was accomplished. Often, my boys will plan out their week by dragging the weekly work onto the day that they intend to do it. Experience planning and independently completing assignments. Check. Trello Homeschool Student Planner? Check. Our homeschool student planner keeps us on track. Giving the kids a checklist of their own cuts down on the amount of net reminding I have to do, which makes everyone happier. For several years, I used printed weekly checklists, and that worked just fine, as long as no one lost or destroyed it, always accidentally, of course. There were three primary reasons we decided to try out Trello for those same lists. One, checking the list means getting on the computer, which is incentive. Bonus, they can't say that they couldn't find their list. Two, no matter where they are or where I am, I can check their progress from my phone. Three, they can leave notes to me with questions, pleas for help, answers to questions or scores from online tests, and also complaints without interrupting someone else's lesson or tutoring time. I get a notification on my phone and can address it appropriately. Trello lets me keep tabs on what needs to be done and what has been done without pestering and questioning or rifling through clipboards or desktops. It allows the kids to ping me and get the feedback that they need without interrupting. An extra bonus for my introverted students. Of course, Trello, like all organization systems, requires upkeep and attention. It doesn't run itself. It takes time and it takes management and, no matter what sort of checklist system you use, don't expect what you don't inspect. Working from their own lists with some opportunities for choosing when to do their work fosters independence and responsibility. 
Of course, just handing them a checklist doesn't make them responsible. The checklist is an opportunity to learn responsibility, which means they'll need our help and guidance along the way. And much of the time, that help and guidance looks like holding to the consequences. Experiencing meaningful, direct consequences is the path to responsibility and maturity. Sometimes the meaningful and direct consequences are good. Having more free time because you finished your work. Perhaps even you decided to do all your weekly work on Monday and Tuesday, so come Friday, you have a light and easy load. But the reverse is also true. If you leave all your work for Friday, you will not be happy when that day comes. Of course I tell them that. I check their work and ask them about why they haven't done a weekly item. But they need to experience procrastination to really learn the lesson for themselves. So they have the opportunity and a knowledge of the consequences. They can learn that at a lesson here at home, where the stakes are low. However, they will only learn it if I am checking their work and those lists. Just because something is checked off doesn't mean it's done. It's handy to have the lists to do a quick check, but a regular, weekly for us, perusal of all work is still necessary, says the homeschooled student who was self-correcting her math through Algebra 2 before she realized just how bad her own cluelessness was. Lesson learned. My kids do not correct their own math. If you aren't checking and enforcing your standards, they are doing the work to their own standards, which are going to be much more lenient than yours. Things you didn't know you had to tell them. There are some things that kids need to learn that I didn't even realize when I introduced checklists. Then more unforeseen but probably useful lessons attended our switch to Trello. Here are just a few. One, thinking about doing the work isn't the same as doing the work, no matter how good your imagination is. Two, don't check it off unless you know you did it. Checking something off that is not done yet is lying. Three, not looking at your list is no excuse. It's disobedience and irresponsibility. Four, moving all your work onto one day will make you very sad. Five, Moving things around on your checklist is not doing your schoolwork. Six, adding labels and stickers and emoji to your checklist is not doing your schoolwork. Expect to have to give lessons about truthfulness, protocol, definitions, and expectations over and over and over again. Once is never enough, but forgetting also does not mitigate or negate consequences. Remind but also enforce the consequences. Responsibility and a work ethic will not be learned in a day or a week or a term. Maybe after three or four years of consistency in consequences and requirements, however, we will begin to see fruit. Find a link to my Trello tutorials by visiting this episode at simplyconvivial.com slash audio. And now it's time for this season's Simple Sanity Saver, Morning Time Memorization Hacks. The next thing to do to set up your morning time memorization is to make an agenda. List out everything that you want to do in your own morning time gathering. Ours usually involves listening to a chapter from Proverbs, prayer, singing, memory work, 
and sometimes we begin or end with a devotional reading, our appreciation, or a playlist with timeline or geography songs. But pick one. It's also been fruitful for us to start with an overview of our day. Once you have your first draft of an agenda, estimate generously how long each item will take. Then add them up. For your first year of starting morning time, try to start it with under 30 minutes. I always try to keep mine at less than 45 minutes and then block off about an hour for it because there will always be interruptions and issues. Our first years of morning time were like a refining fire that brought out all our impurities. No one could sit still, although they did at dinner. Half of the time, at least half the participating, I use the word loosely, children, and at that time, half of them was equal to one, were uncooperative, and my oldest and I spent too much of the time vying for control of the situation and routine. It was clearly good for us. Because Kendra Fletcher and Cindy Rollins were saying it was the best thing ever, I did not give up easily and was determined to stick it out. It was so worth it. If you are in the midst of the morning time is chaos phase, be encouraged. It might take three years to overcome, but it's worth it. Those early years without older kids was just flat difficult. Change things up, problem solve, get creative, and persevere. Those little ones will be your leaders in just a few short years and your assets who will make maintaining consistency much easier in your next round of chaos. Find my guide that will help you get started with your own simple morning time routine at simplyconvivial.com audio and choose season eight. Thanks for listening to the Simply Convivial audio blog. At simplyconvivial.com audio, you can find all the episodes and sign up to get an email whenever a new one comes out. Remember, education is repentance. Repent, rejoice, repeat.